Today I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend Ashley Jackson. Ashley is pretty much a modern day Helen Keller. She is deaf and blind and um, thanks to modern technology she can actually hear me thanks to two cochlear implants and so I have to my um, seatbelt here. I'm driving. We're, we're on our way to church. I have a um, little microphone that transmit sounds to um, pretty much to Ashley's brain where she can hear me and and um, I'm not exactly sure how all that works but it is absolute miracle but she's not always ha- had that and so I wanted to let you um, meet her and get to hear her story because it is absolutely amazing so Ashley thank you so much for being willing to be interviewed we're so happy to have you I don't mind that at all Will you tell us a little bit about just um, your your condition so everybody can, you know, yes, to get an idea. Um, I was born with retinoblastoma, which is cancer in your eyes. You know, it, the doctors had to remove my eyes because I had cancer in my retinas. Wow. And they removed my eyes when I was about nine months, between nine months to a year old. And uh, before that, they, when they diagnosed it, I was about three months, and I was doing cryotherapy to try to get rid of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty serious stuff. And um, the, the doctor felt like it was a good decision to go and remove my eyes because I had a sister who had the same condition, and she got one eye removed, but the other one was still in, and she was trying to go through treatment where they were trying to freeze the cancer in her eyes in her eye but it didn't really work because she was sick for a long time with cancer and she had radiation therapy and uh, chemo and she uh, was just really having a difficult time and it didn't work out for her so she was died of cancer at 60 years old on Christmas day and uh, so they thought it was better if I just got it removed even though it would have been interesting to see what it would like to see, I still am grateful for, you know, what I do have because it, things could be taken for granted, you know. Wow. And so um, I just have pathetic eyes ever since. And, uh, Prosthetic eyes? Yes. Really? And, um, Beautiful. Thank you. And then my hearing loss, I don't know if it's related to my condition or if it's something else because... Um, they were not sure what caused the hearing loss. It really started when I was a year old. A year old? Yes. And then it became worse as I got older, and so it was decided that I get cochlear implants before I turned 21, so the insurance would, would pay for it, but then. So, when did you get the cochlear implants? In 2012. Wow, so. Yeah, I think. When I first met you, you didn't have them yet, is that right? Yeah, I didn't have them. I had hearing aids, and I, I was barely hearing a lot. I mean, I struggled to hear what you were saying and tried to communicate by sign language, but it's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. When you were just not learning. I think you were the first learning to sign, weren't you? Yes, I, I had to think of the letters, and I still kind of do, but... Yeah, I, I barely knew the letters, and I would try to sign in your hand. But it was it was incredible signing into your hand, and you knew what I was saying. Oh yes, 
Yes, um, it, it is incredible for me to see that people knows how to do, know how to do it because they, they, they don't really make it, not many people make a big deal out of it. They just act like it's just something, know, something they know, but they don't realize that they might meet somebody that needed it. Yeah. To communicate. Yeah. Well, what year was that? What, what year did we meet? Was it... 2007 or 2008? When we, when we met first time? Yes. Uh, uh, let me think. It was 2007, 8, 10, 11, in the summer time. In the summer time, 2008? I think so. I think so too. Yes, because Lexi was 10 months old. You reminded me of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tiny. Uh, I was just. I was thinking all your kids were tiny when they were first uh-huh. born, not really like chubby babies, you know? <laughs> yes, and my babies, especially Lexi, were so tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's one thing about Ashley. She is absolutely brilliant because I did not remember how long it had been since we had met. And um, she said Lexi was ten months old, and, and to have a memory like that is is just incredible. But Lexi says I have to talk louder. She's holding the phone. <laughs> She's being shot. I'm sorry. Sorry, Lexi. <laughs> She's not happy. <laughs> um, well, when you were a baby then, and you, you began to lose your hearing at one, you yeah. still hadn't learned to speak and everything. So do you want to talk about how your life was between um, between no growing up? Talking about like, between no speech and then learning to speak? Right, just just what was like growing up um, from babyhood up to. Um, first starting off, I didn't have speech or any language at all, so um, nobody really could teach me the skills that I needed. You know, like regular everyday skills that other kids learn, like preschool and cart riding and alphabet stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I went to preschool. But I wasn't good in what I needed to learn. I was pretty much going there. Just, I mean, I wasn't good in anything out of it. Um, the teacher didn't know how to work with me. And so they uh, told my dad, some of them told my dad that, that I had mental disabilities because they thought that they wouldn't be able to teach me what I needed to learn like any other kids. So my dad didn't believe the story because he knew me better. Um, he took me to school for the blind for summer evaluation. You know, every summer they evaluate the kids that are preschool level to see if they could be a candidate for a school for blind or if they should go to a different program. And so um, Elaine Brown was my evaluator and told me that, you know, she uh, just trusted me and see what I was doing and she could see that I was. You know, just like in other kids, and I could know how to play with dolls, know how to tie my shoes, and you know, just about any other kids you know how to do. Uh-huh. Because um, a lot of deaf blind are very limited in simple skills like that. Really? Yes. And so uh, she just took me in in the first two years of the school for blind, when I five, six, seven, I was learning to speak, uh, sign language, and Elaine and Brown, I mean, she was having to teach me a lot for me to be able to start kindergarten because I couldn't start it without language. Yeah. Yep. So, 
what was your what was your discipline like since you you know you could not you could not communicate. right communicate at all um it was frustrating you know I feel like I had a lot to say but I didn't know how to say it um I it was my dad told me I would have crying fits and and uh, he could tell I wanted to say something but I didn't know how and so they try to find ways to help figure out what I'm trying to say. You know, I try to find other ways to make up for the loss by, you know, using hand gestures and yeah. acting out something that I wanted or trying to show them what I wanted, uh-huh. which is not really easy to do. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm just isolated. I was in the dark. I mean, I uh, pretty much on my own just having to fend for myself because I couldn't tell people what I wanted. Uh, just, uh, you know, I didn't like it because I knew I had too much to say and, and I think when I started learning to talk, it's like I couldn't stop talking at all. I was <laughs> asking so many questions. I bet. Too many words pouring out of my mouth. So how did you, how did you learn to connect? You know, you, you know the story of Helen Keller? I do. So, you know the, the story of how she got shut up in that little house with Annie Sullivan and, yes, yes. and she, she finally she understood the word water. Uh-huh. Um, did you ever have a, a moment like that where things just clicked? Um, let me think. Uh, it seemed, I think maybe there was, but I can't remember when it happened exactly. Um, it took me a while to understand that there's a meaning between the words and uh, action. Or something I'm touching. It took me a while to understand that there's a connection between them. Uh, I think it kind of was gradual. I don't know if I really had a special moment where I really figured it out. Yeah. It was just, you know, one of those things that happened. Yeah, gradually. Yes. Do you remember? Um, was it was it Miss Brown that um, that taught you these things? She did, and also I had a speech pathologist. Vicky, um, she was working with me three to five times a week to teach me, you know, the words, how to pronounce them correctly, and sometimes she had to put my hands on her mouth and feel a certain, you know, the tone, and I didn't like it. I mean, at the time when I was little, I didn't really care, but as I got older, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Uh-huh. I just wanted them to tell me how it's pronounced by breaking it into syllables. Really? Pretty much how it goes. If it's a complicated word, they would break it down for me to get it out correctly or spell it out. So you stopped. You stopped uh, doing the fingers in the mouth thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Because I, I just decided I didn't like it anymore. And before I was doing it because it was helping me understand. And I mostly just felt the lips, the throat, and your, you know the chin where the letters comes out. Yeah. And uh, sometimes she used a popsicle stick to tell me where my tongue need to be. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is that is absolutely amazing. How long? Go ahead. It takes a lot of skills um, for them to know what to do for somebody that is learning speech, you know? Doesn't it? So how, how long would that take every day? Um, I think we had a 45-minute session. Probably could be more, maybe like an hour. It just depends on the attention span with the kids. Wow. Sometimes we have play time just so we can understand how to play and understand what's going on when we're playing. How important is that? Um, 
Yes, it's... And those people just opened the whole world to you. Oh, yes. They're so, it, it, it takes a village to do something like that. That's amazing. That yeah. is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, I try um, to tell people when I do motivation speaker, uh, I um, usually talk about that because I know dark people would want to know how I got to where I am now from the beginning because the beginning was... There, there was a possibility that I could get what I wanted, but at the time it was not something anybody could do with you. It takes special skills. Right. Yeah. It's just, just, I'm just amazed. Yeah. Because Annie Sullivan, she got it because she had been blind or part, partially blind, so she understood some of the challenges. But for for all those people. That's just amazing. So, so will you talk about when you got to the Tennessee School for the Blind, the, the challenges you had there at the beginning? Um, beginning, I was put in a child, early childhood classroom. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't with Miss Elaine Bryan, though. It was with another teacher. Uh-huh. And um, it, I was a difficult child. Really? Because uh, I didn't understand to, to, to listen to the teacher. I didn't understand what was going on. Oh, uh, I thought we just, I'd like to play, you know, explore. Yeah. Try to figure things out, you know. Um, check out the toilet, figure out where the water is going. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Putting my hand in the water, I didn't think about it being dirty. I always just wanted to know where the water is going to. Wow. Trying to figure out how everything works. I mean, I was curious about everything. It didn't matter what it was. Every little thing. Wow. And show the teacher how the hard time getting me to learn like everyone else the skills I need for you know life skills and right. uh, alphabet um, writing you know manners stuff like that. Uh, she said I was just a difficult child. I mean she, I wasn't getting anything out of it. I would just destroy the women for minutes trying to figure everything out, climbing over everything. And you couldn't hear them telling you to stop. You could just. You could just feel them pulling on you, right? Yes. Wow. Feeling them pulling on me, it would I could take me because I was like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. And sometimes they'll hold me in one place trying to get me to sit down like everyone else, and I would fight them, trying to get them off of me. Wow. That would be so hard. Yes. And uh, I also was frustrated because I wanted to know something so bad, but I didn't know how to ask about it. And you were about how old then? I think about five years old is when it really started. Um, I've started in August after I turned five, so I would be six years old in November. Wow. And then, uh, so it was just, they decided to send me to me Elaine Brown's classroom because she knew what she needed to do. Yeah. And so she had me in the classroom. Uh, I think she had a... I don't know exactly what she did to figure out, plan out every day activities to see what she needed to do to help me out. I think we had meetings, and you know, there's an IEP meeting, which is individualized education plan. Right. I don't know if you heard of it. I have. Um, it's just they work with the parents, they work with the uh, other educators in your group, your team, to help 
decide what they need to do for the child to get, meet their goals and meet their uh, needs, you know, what they need to learn uh -huh. in order to get to the next step. It's pretty complicated stuff. So then you, you learned to speak, and about how old were you once you had finally learned how to speak? About seven years old is when I really started speaking. Wow. Saying words, and I think it was America that I could say it, because even though I was speaking, the words were not coming out very clear. It was just like I was trying to pronounce it the way I heard it, so it wouldn't be like anybody else would understand what I said. Right. Unless they got to know me. Right. Well, just like a, a baby when they first learn, the mama knows what they're saying, but nobody else does. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. And, and it stayed that way for quite a while, a like, few years, because I'm not hearing everything, chill about every sound from the words, yeah. so they wouldn't come out the way it should be. Should be. Yeah. And you weren't, you weren't hearing people, you know, you weren't being corrected by just hearing it from other people. Right. They so, had to correct me in other ways. Wow, that, that takes some serious patience. That's what I mean. I don't know many people who have that kind of, of gift. Yeah, God blessed. I just, I mean, if I didn't meet any of those people, I don't know where I would be. talk a little bit about when you started to, to grow up, like between seven and, and teenage and all that? What I did right now? As you became a, a, an older kid and then a teenager? Yeah, okay. Um, I uh, was in the Miss Elaine's class for a long time, so I think it was about, I was 12 years old when I started going into the academic side of the school, you know, where they have regular classes and, wow. you know, social studies, history and spelling, grammar, stuff like that. Wow. We kind of spent time with her and spent time with academic child, just getting me used to it. Uh-huh. It was really a difficult change for me because I was so used to being with her and so used to the way she taught me and so I had to get used to learning how to work around the other teachers that were just just any typical teachers, not just uh, special teachers that spend a lot of time with you. Yeah. I had to get used to a regular classroom shutting. Wow. So went, went into math. Math is not my strongest subject. Uh, spelling, I really enjoyed. Um, English, grammar, I really enjoyed those, reading, stuff like that. I also realized, I think I got into the way I am because reading I've opened up a new world for me. Because I'm always reading things, I just enjoy it so much, so I think that helped too. Wow, so they had a great uh, braille library there? They did, uh, a library for the blind with braille books and uh, tapes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, how old were you when you started um, learning braille? Um, I think it's about the time I was learning speech, so we kind of learning different things at the same time. I, I learned braille. It took me a, a few years to learn it, but I got to work. I started kindergarten at age seven, so I started school like two years later. Well, that's that's still that's not late at all, considering that you were learning everything. 
oh, at yeah. that age. Yeah, it was quite a bit. I wonder how you learned abstract things. Um, things like what? Well, like just things that you can't touch and, and they can't. You mean concepts, maybe? Concepts, right. I wonder how they taught, how you learned those things. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess maybe there was these certain situations to help me understand things. Uh -huh. Like if I have gone through a situation before, to try to refer to a new concept, help me learn a new concept based on the situation I've experienced. So now, um, just observing you, you are absolutely ravenous to learn, even today. Yes. And I think that that was trained into you. You think? Trained into do what? It was trained into you to be just a... You just you're you're just hungry to learn. I guess I guess oh, you've always yeah, been that way. Yes, I have. That's good. I still like to learn now. Um, I just sometimes I see something new. I hear something new. Uh, somebody would say something, and I'm like, how does it work? I mean, I just had that habit of wanting to know what what it's really all about. Mm -hmm. Well, last uh, the last week when when we were driving, you were talking about wanting to learn the Bible better, right? Uh, yeah. Um, because. It's easier when somebody can sit with you and, and tell you and explain the story when you're reading it. Yes. Yes. Because I don't mind reading it on my own, but it's not the same. Yeah. Well, everybody, I think everybody needs that. Like, there's a story in the Bible about um, a guy who's reading a scroll, and he has no idea what he's reading. And he says, oh. somebody asks him, do you understand what you're reading? And he says, how can I unless some man, some man should guide me? Oh yes. So um, I think I think everybody needs that. We need somebody to to guide us. So some um, people have the skill, the gift to just understand it when they read it. They don't know how to connect. I don't feel like I have that kind of connection. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's better if it's someone talking about the situation in life, and then when they use a verse or a story to relate to it, I get a better idea of it. Yeah. What I mean by that, it's like Bible study. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. Well, we are there, so I'm gonna turn this off. But thank you so much for letting us interview you. This has been so cool, and I I hope that you got enough information to understand what. Uh, if they have a question about how how I do things, they could send a question and I could reply to them. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I just wanted to be able to uh, have people come in and ask me questions about whatever they might have a question about, and I could explain, you know, yeah. certain situations or certain things they might be wanting to understand. Yeah. And maybe if they had somebody in the family that is deaf or somebody that's blind, they could understand what to do. Because that's kind of part of my job that I want to do in the future, uh, early intervention specialist. I know people will be happy to meet you, and please pray for her. Pray for her future as she graduates and looks for a job and, and moves on in the future. And trying to get into an apartment. Because I also wanted to get a job where I make a difference for everyone and be educate people about deaf blindness because it's, it is a, it's just a minority, but it's, it's important to know about it because I'm, I'm one of them and, and I want to be an advocate for others. Yeah, I'm going through the same things I'm going through. That's wonderful. That is, that is such a, just so inspiring. 
Well, thank you, Ashley. Thanks for being with us, and God bless you richly. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am.